It is March 29th, 2021. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. off of my my uh w zero root beer what are you what are you Ooh. sipping on tonight kevin uh i have woodenville bourbon is that different than woodford reserve yeah yeah it's definitely different what's better what's what's a higher quality um both i mean a lot of people like woodford obviously it's been around forever woodenville is kind of a newer one that's come out over the past year or two. This one's out of Washington State. So, yeah. I dig it, though. And then yeah, I've got some uh, out of our own backyard here, Treehorn Cider out of Marietta. So. Oh, very nice. I am Tim Herb. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley, to the right. We are without Dan James tonight. He's uh he's upset that Birmingham lost. I don't think he realizes it was the the other one that, that he he thought it was. <laughs> I think he got confused. I think that's what. Yeah, it was. no, it's a fair assessment. I did too. Yeah, <laughs> I got a text from a buddy in Birmingham yesterday at the game. He's like at the Atlanta United game. I was like, oh shit, that was today. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Yeah, zero zero, and I was like, oh, "It looks like uh, we were stifled by former Atlanta United great uh, Anderson Asiedu." On the <laughs> today. So, is what it is. Thank you guys for joining us for uh, for another show on a lovely Monday evening. This episode one hundred forty one of this series over the course of the past four years. We really do only do it mostly during the season. We do some off season stuff, some fun. Yeah, stuff. yeah. The it past just depends year on... has been weird. But uh, yeah, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, it's beyond weird. So on for you, speaking of last year being weird and, and now that things are getting back into the swing of things, I guess first and foremost, we as season ticket holders did get an update this past week about another opt in or opt out for season tickets and attendance. Now that I guess vaccines are going up. They're talking about limited attendance. It's not going to be full capacity. What are your thoughts right now on how you guys will be proceeding? I'm, I feel like I know which way you're leaning towards. but Yeah, so Angie and I are both vaccinated. Well, we've, we've both started the vaccination process. We're not fully charged like you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we – so the, the it's survey okay that except went for out- the tail. No, for sure. But <laughs> whatever, even that, it depends on the day. Sometimes it comes in handy. Hey, full moon hits. You turn into a you turn exactly. into a big great ape. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. You really go with a bow staff now too. So it's so absolutely. The survey that went out was two questions essentially. It was, would you be willing to come back if there was capacity for fans, and then. And, you know, social distance seating, right? And then question two was, or maybe that was part of question two. Question two was, would you be willing to relocate if you were put up in the the 200 section or something like that? So not to get too into, we said yes and no to question one and then no to question two. We don't necessarily want to relocate, but also don't know what that credit means. Like, it sounds like it was very oddly worded, right? Like where it was, how much of a credit are we getting? If we don't go back, do we just move the entire credit from last year that got moved to this year onto next year, because that seems like the fair thing to do. Right. Cause we haven't even got to sit in our seats. Yeah. And I'm, I'm interested to see if anybody from the trap knows anything. So I actually haven't answered it yet because of that. I I've, I need to reach out to my ticket rep to find out because that's my exact thing. Like I'm fine potentially sitting out again this year. If it means it's going to get credited to next year, like we did this year. Um, but 
I, I don't want to say that. And then all of a sudden, you know, it doesn't transfer over. Or I still have to pay more or something. I, I just, I don't know how all that shakes out logistically or financially. So. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's tough because and what sucks too is we upgraded our seats from the year prior from yeah. whatever, 20, what would that be now? 2019, we upgraded and got a little better seats for 2020. Our anniversary weekend fell the first home game. And then that was essentially the only home game that we had. And we didn't, we didn't get to, um, to not witness. What was I going to say? Like to be able to enjoy the experience for the first time experience. That's the word that I was looking for. That's the only reason Um, why I'm here. Yeah, no, exactly. Correct me. Um, thank you guys for joining us on this Monday evening. We got Richard, Richard Gordon, Brittany S, and Andres Castro in the trap right now. Um, Unfortunately, we did not do a big job of promoting the yeah. show this week. It was honestly uh, kind of last minute this today. We were all kind of talking about can we do a show, and um, you know, Dan couldn't make it this week, and. Hopefully he can get on next week. I'm not going to be able to make it next week. So it was just kind of like, well, we'll at least get on and talk about what the ongoings have been and true to form. Perales. Steven Perales is joining the trap. Good to see you guys. Haven't seen Andres Castro forever. Where you been? It's uh, it's been a long time. Um, Can always count on Brittany S though. Always. Yeah. No, for sure. MVP. Is it any coincidence that it's Barco's birthday? And the boat got dislodged from the Suez Canal today. What? It's like a happy boat day, right? I mean, Barco. I have no boat. idea what you're talking about. I have the no Suez, idea. You don't know anything about. about the whole like the saga. No with idea the, what you're the, talking about. The entire like the world, the the Western world supply chain got completely jacked up because somebody got stuck sideways in the Suez Canal. I think I saw week. a meme about it, but I don't know about it. Oh my god. Explain it to me like I'm five. I, I can't with you right now. Okay. Mommy and daddy give you a lemonade. Give you $10 for a lemonade stand. So wait, what happened? What got, what pipeline? I know what the yes. Suez Canal is. So a boat got stuck in it? Like a, like one of the yes. freighter, like one of the freighter ships? Yep. Like a gigantic ship went sideways and got dislodged. Like you, it's like whenever I toss a Dorito to Pirlo and it goes, uh, like vertical, it gets stuck lodged between the roof of his mouth and his tongue, and he can't move it. I do that with Cheetos sometimes, and they just happen to get stuck in between my yeah. teeth. Like, oh, oh no! <laughs> oh. Or, or the Rugrats so episode. Ha- so, so seriously, what happened? Like, did, I, did I, were things I, le- legitimately like shorted? I didn't notice anything that's been run out. What ran out? No, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if we necessarily seen the effects of it yet. It was a week okay. ago, so I don't know like what got delayed, but nothing could get in and out. They had to go around Africa. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Richard Gordon said it was the length uh the length of, of the, the Empire, Empire State, State Building. Building. Jesus. Yeah. So he That's says, I don't so speaking to Richard Gordon, he says, I don't have season tickets, but I buy group tickets and uh then still have my money. So I have uh I may just roll it over till next year. I wouldn't mind going to a few games, but it's tough with the little ones. Yeah, I mean, that's my thing too, right? Like, I feel like, I guess my issue is it's not, it's just, it just seems like all or nothing. Like, is this going to be plan, the plan for the whole season? You know, is it going to be that for a couple of games? Like, I don't know enough to answer the question. Like, if it means, okay, I opt out, but that means I'm not going at all this season. But then somehow, you know, in July or August, whenever things we we hope and expect vaccines and stuff to be back to normal, all of a sudden attendance goes back to normal, but I've opted out. So that, you know what I mean? Like I don't know how far that that stretches if it if it's for the whole season or just while they're doing limited capacity or what. Like it, it just I, I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, it's tough. And whether or not season ticket holders are gonna get penalized for not showing right. up right and the other thing is like do, are you gonna have to show your vaccination card oh yeah well that's i mean that's gonna be inter- the interesting thing i think moving forward i don't know that they can manage anything like that though 
And I, like I mean, legally, I, I think that's a slippery yeah. slope. Because <laughs> everybody's like, yeah, because businesses Every, can't even mandate that people get the vaccine right now. So or I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how they can do that. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know what's crazy though? I mean, start of start of uh, baseball season is Thursday, right? It starts on the first. Um. What Braves are opening up with limited attendance. And I was talking to somebody today that was like, oh, well, you know, I really want to go to a game and at least they're doing limited attendance. So I figured I'd check and see what ticket prices are. And for the upper tier at the Brave Stadium, it was like $150 a ticket. It's like, you have got to be kidding me. Like for the upper deck, for a, a Braves game? for ticket for opening yeah. day? Which normally you well, can get they, in the door for 25 bucks. Like it's $150 yeah. a ticket right now. Well, now they're a very good team. They have a great That's young true. base. But I think it's also a big limited capacity. supply and demand. Yeah, big supply There's a supply demand, demand thing. And then you also have, I think part of it, and maybe this gets put into the supply demand bucket, but you're looking at a year of lost revenue. That oh, yeah. They're trying to somehow recoup, and they just have that brand new, uh, not brand new, but what three? This is the third year in the stadium, fourth year in the stadium. So, that you mentioned a good point there, which I hadn't even thought about until just now, which is do we expect to see substantial price hikes in Atlanta United season ticket prices next year? Because there's been a lag in what they didn't receive last year. Like yeah, they were fine to do the right thing and like push everything over to 2020, but they're going to have to make that money back somehow. And we've seen a consistent trend in season ticket prices inching up year over year. Do we expect to see a massive price hike going into next year? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw that because I mean, uncle Arthur's great, but I don't, I can't imagine he's just going to sit and absorb the, the loss or the cost for everything moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. I, I was thinking about it today. I was wondering if there's still a like a wait list for for season tickets, and if there is, like how long that wait list is anymore. After the Frank DeBoer seasons, I know that it, I think it diminished a little bit, or maybe enough people backed out of season tickets that they had yeah. to start fill like to start backfilling that that wait list. So I was wondering what that what that looks like. But um, Stephen Perales is asking if there was a large turnout in Birmingham. I do know a handful of people that went. It seemed like there were a decent amount of Atlanta United fans, I think, but um, not 100% positive, to be honest. I, I got a feeling in, in any capacity that Atlanta opens up, there's going to be a fan base there. Like, there, there's, It's not like it's going to be an empty stadium. Um, yeah. I think it's just a challenging question and proposition for season ticket holders on how they're going to manage that. you know. And then it seems like yeah. it's an all-or-nothing deal. Like, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we were talking to um, on Saturday. We were talking to Dave Williamson, photographer who uh, who shoots a, a lot of soccer uh, yeah, around yeah. here, and he was he was telling us that the UCL game or not UCL, sorry, CCL game up at Kennesaw is going to be I think a thousand, so it was like fifteen percent attendance. Yeah, and I saw that they were holding a certain amount of those tickets for season ticket holders or something like that. I had seen an article. Yeah, I, it, that's what he was saying was that we should have gotten a notice or something like that to reserve those tickets. But I have not. But I'm wondering if that has to do with the way that we answered the survey. Yeah, I could have swore I saw something. I don't know what it was. But yeah. So speaking of news and CCL... Um, oh, Brian was saying fifteen hundred for the. That's what. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It was fifteen hundred. So I'm glad. I'm glad Brian's here to correct me. <laughs> it feels weird not having to be uh, checked and put in my place. So. It's weird. You had a festival this past weekend, and I don't even think that you saw Brian. So something's definitely not right. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah, it's very weird that Brian didn't just show up and <laughs> hang out with us. Um, Chats, chat Seltzers. So CCL's coming up. Um, we did get another signing confirmed as of today on MLS, but I think two days ago Heinze had had confirmed the, the <laughs> not, signing. Of, not too well, subtly, it was like, yeah, he signed weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alan Franco, who yeah. I believe tested positive for COVID as soon as he entered the country. 
and he's been in quarantine kind of training by himself. So hopefully he'll be, he'll be out of the woods and I don't know, whatever the, the time frames, what, 10 days, usually something like that. But we've seen hell. I'm trying to think of who it was in, um, uh, there was a player for Inter Milan, I think. Or no, no, it was for Juve, uh, pa- Pablo Di- Dybala, who I think tested positive, I don't know, something like three months straight. It was a couple months straight. So I think it's just kind of weird. I don't know anybody in the trap that's had COVID. I don't know if you'd be willing to... to well, uh, AJC put out an article earlier today that I guess the first team players got their first dose of the COVID vaccine today at Mercedes-Benz. Oh, wow. So, well, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and I know that Mercedes Benz is one of the mass vaccine sites in the city. So, yeah, that's where I've been seeing a lot of a lot of people posting their, yeah, posting all of their private information to the internet from from Mercedes Benz. Yeah, (laughs) so, um, no, it's. I don't know what that means though. Like, is that good or bad for where we are distributing the vaccine if the athletes are getting it now? But yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, I know, I wonder if they're going to have similar, like kind of laxed rules for, um, or guidelines for vaccinated players, the way the NBA is going to, I think what they do you mean? said that. So like in the NBA, if you are not like immediately cooling off, I think away from all of your bench, you have to be wearing a mask on the bench, even if you just ran like a like if you, even if you just played like a solid like 10, 10 minutes of a yeah. quarter and you go in and sit down, you have to have a mask on immediately. But I think they're going to relax that. So if that you're vaccinated, I'm pretty sure that's what I read. If you're vaccinated, I would you think a mask on the, I mean, on the it would make sense considering CDC came out and said that if you have multiple people that are vaccinated, you can congregate without a mask. So I don't know why it would be different under that setting. You know, yeah, no, yeah, I don't know, especially, uh, I don't know, those guys are huge. Maybe they breathe more, maybe they have more viral load than the average human because they're seven <laughs> feet tall, 300 pounds. I don't know, uh, but that's exciting. So, we have a potential, um, I think a third center back, right? I think that's that's the yeah. thinking, right? That they're that we're going to be shifting to a three, four, three under Heinz, so we're going to be putting. Miles Robinson, Alan Franco, and I think uh, Ronald Hernandez in the backfield, um, or Anton Walks. I was going to say, you take Walks out altogether? I don't know, though. It, so I, it depends he on how much. Just scored walks. a goal, man. Give him a chance. Yeah. Um, I don't know how. I don't know how much he's endeared himself to Heinze at this point. I don't know because Heinze oh, doesn't talk to the media. So, yeah. So we'll see. Um, It's just hard, I think, for a new coach coming in, bringing in as many players as he has so far, it's been a big influx. And I think it's going to be hard for the old guard to have a lock on a lot of the positions. Obviously, like Joseph's a lock. Marcelino Moreno's a lock. Guzan's a lock. Barco's a lock. Guzan's a lock. And Miles Robinson is a lock. Yeah. Other than that, I feel like the rest of what is that? Is that six? So the yeah. the rest of the the other five are probably up for grabs in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll we see some familiar players. faces rotating in and out, but no, I for mean, sure. Mikey yeah. Ambrose, um, George Bellow, George Bell. Oh, George sorry, Bellow's a lock. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, but it depends on if you go to a you know a three back. Do you? He, put- dude, I think about how scary he's going to be as a left yeah. wing back in a. Or whatever that is. Is it probably a three-five-two, or it, would you just have Barco and and uh, Joseph up front, or would you do a three-four-three? Three, put maybe Santiago Sosa and um, Ibarra in the middle, and then having yeah. wingbacks or I don't know wingers on the side and Brooks Lennon yeah. and George Bello. I have no idea what this lineup looks like no. for the season opener down in Orlando. Yeah. Me neither. And I know I'm hoping I can get my cable situation sorted out so I can actually see what it's going to look like when it happens, because this Sinclair, did you see that they're, they're switching the name of Fox sports Southeast speaking, which is completely irrelevant. Yeah, what is it called? Talking point. It's, it's something like Yabba Dabba do or something. Yeah, exactly. Bally, I, think it's, I think it's Bally something sports. So ridiculous. I think it's the name is Bally or Bali, Bally, yeah. Bally sports yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Just trying to like probably, cleanse the palate of the name Sinclair or Fox Sports. Gotta yeah. 
gotta be. There has to be some sort of equitable, um, I don't know, end or like Hopefully. some sort of agreement between them and the the major streaming providers now. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Watkins, <laughs> don't you dare or don't you say that name? Valley <laughs> Sports or Sinclair? I don't know which one. No. Um, so Brian said, did they say how many people they're letting into the bench for the first few games? I, I don't believe anything, anything has come. So we were it. talking about that whenever we started. We got that an, an anonymous. It wasn't anonymous, but we got that really small survey, and it was very nondescript about or nondescriptive about um, about how many people are going to be in the in the stadium. It was like kind of vaguely talking about limited capacity and social distancing and that sort of thing. So I have no idea. It'd be hard to tell. Uh, Stephen Prowse asked a, ask a good question. Would they still have to quarantine if they make it deep into the CCL? So I was seeing something. I just pulled up an article earlier today about not CC. Oh, never mind. It was about Open Cup that they were changing some of the rules around the Open Cup for this year. CCL, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I, the, the one thing I know for sure is that anything involving MLS teams or U.S. soccer in general is going to have as little information for the public as possible. Yeah. At least for like the general viewing public yeah. that yeah. is not going to get super deep into it. Yeah. If, if that information even exists, I don't know if it does. I don't either. I think they've been very noncommittal. I mean, how long ago did they like maybe a month out, they announced the season opener. Like that's not, that's not no. super uh, forthcoming. And the fact that the they way. haven't even sent out season ticket packages is crazy to me. Like opt in, opt out, whatever you want to do. The fact that they haven't sent anything as far as like your typical membership cards and everything else. I mean, maybe they're just trying to save the money because they sent them out last year and got one yeah. game out of it, which is crazy. Remember, we we were all freaking out last year about what it was going to be like to be mobile ticket only. <laughs> and we still don't even know if that's going to work because we haven't even tested that whole theory about how our mobile season tickets are going to work exclusively without the cards because yeah. we went a whole season without having to. Yeah. And then uh, DeBerton De Boise. Brings up a good point, too, that we haven't talked about with this whole thing, too, is it essentially kind of is a lottery system, right? Because you have 30 plus thousand probably season ticket holders, whatever the capacity is, let's yeah. say 10 percent of let's say they open up the third level. Right. And they do 10 percent of that's still only like 7000 people. Yeah. And he's saying how long before, you know, you're selected to go to the yeah. game for a limited capacity game. It's a lottery system. I don't know. Right. I have no idea. There's And that's the other thing too is it's like even if you opt in and then you're committed to not having set plans. You, know, I'm not, you can yeah, find out I'm that not you're not sure doing if, something yeah. that weekend whenever you were planning to. I'm not sure that they know. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't think anybody knows. I want I'd I think be everybody's kind of here. I don't know if we've got anybody in the trap right now from any of the supporters groups i wish dober was in here he can maybe enlighten us a little bit about what the discussions have been from the sgs on what they're going to do for you know any sort of tailgating or anything like that you know that's gonna uh, that'll probably be the next question up is what do they do on that side of things if they're going to have any attendance what are they doing on the outside of the stadium so andy said they said three weeks before rolling so I guess three weeks away from the date, they'll let you know if you're selected or not. I think that's what he means. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea wow. either. Cause we're less than, no, we're not less than three weeks away. Cause it's the 20. Yeah. It's the end of 25th. Yeah. I think it's yeah. the 25th or the 24th. It's going to yeah. be the first game at home. Yeah. I don't know. Who's going to Orlando though. That's what I want to know. Cause sure. One, two, I'm, three, I'm not sure. it. Yeah, surely they're going to have the whole stadium open, right? <laughs> they only have no, like I'm ser I'm serious. Like, people there anyway. Yeah. Because I was going to say, U uh, UFC at, Vi I think it's Vistar Arena in Jacksonville for UFC 261, which is next month, I believe. Uh, they sold out. They're going full capacity sold out. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> Dana White was like, Texas opened up, Florida opened up. All right, we're going and we're doing events there. Yeah. We're going to open up the whole thing and... You know, just make sure they have good liability insurance. I don't know. 
So good lawyers to write up waivers. One of the things we didn't talk about last week. I'm I just I'm trying to think of all the stuff that we haven't talked about. I mean, we've talked about behind closed doors. What are your thoughts on the new kit? New season coming up. New kit. Who this? MLS posted a, a post on Instagram earlier today, which I saw showing all the new kits and stuff like that. Obviously, Atlanta what's United your favorite? The Zulily, uh, the Jimi Hendrix kit? Uh, no, I, I really, I'm very jealous of um, Austin's sponsor. Like their kit sponsor is one of my favorites. Like there's a few in MLS that uh, Yeti. Oh, so, that is pretty again, great. Yeah, it's just, it's just a fun. Uh, kit sponsor. There's a few. Uh, there's a few kit sponsors that I'm like, oh man, that'd be so cool. Um, so of of the kits that I've seen, I really like Dallas's um home kit. It's got like a taper. Can you pull up this yeah. post? Can I see? There you go. I can Where show I it. Where I go to I can show it on the screen. There you go. Or here, I'm sure I could kids. just actually pull it up. But can you see me sharing my screen, Tim? I'm sharing my screen. <laughs> Is this how screen share works? Oh gosh, do yes. you see it? No, hundred percent. It's 2021. Absolutely, that's how. But I like Dallas's home kit. How cool is that? Hold on, hold on. With the, like it's, the little uh, gradient. Major League Soccer. Um, is it a thread? Their... Uh, it's on their Instagram. They they made an Instagram post. Oh, gotcha. Um, I, I like Red Bull's all black kit. Um, that lightning bolt Philly kit is so fun. All right, I was not prepared for this. This is I don't like this. There's some really good ones though, man. I mean, it's one of those things that I think that so personally, I think having seen all the other ones, I think for Atlanta United, I think they're middle of the road for me. Like I, I don't hate it as much as I did at first glance, but I don't love it as like, there's certainly been some other Atlanta. United, so that's very small too. But why? I don't know. It's because you I control have... plus, plus, plus. There we go. Right. That's Can you better. control plus? Enhance. Can you enhance? <laughs> tick, 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 tick. Enhance. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's perfect. All right. Atlanta United. I think that was the one that you talked about to begin with, asking me my opinion. And if you would have asked me whenever the leak came out, I hated it. But now I don't mind it so much. I think when it's all dressed up with the patches, mm -hmm. with the sponsor, I think everything, it, it looks yeah. pretty solid. It's boring. I, but boring so doesn't mean bad, things, in my opinion. One of the things I haven't, I've seen it back and forth. Do they have the stripes on the back on the bottom or no? Oh, I don't that's know. What, that's one of the things that I've seen a couple of ways. I don't like it if it has the little strips, the stripes on the bottom, like what the last home kit did. I hated that so much. Um, but anyway, all right, let's 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 scroll through. Let's see what else we got. So the Yeti ones are good, if not uninspired. Like the, the thing no, that's yeah. like they have – it's it's our kit designer. Whoever works at Adidas, it's the same one that does Atlanta United. And they're like, let's just switch up the colors. <laughs> what we'll I like about the first season, we'll do their first season, uh, first two seasons kit. What I like about Austin's kit is all of the details that don't show up, like at first glance. So they have a really cool little collar inlay on their white kit uh, inside the collar that has like a bunch of little icons of stuff from the city, which is really really neat. You're not going to see it in that um in that post i just happened to see it whenever they announced it or whatever um but just like you know last year's gold kit for Lane united had the little details and stuff like that on it too i really like that chicago away kit yeah even though it seems like a sporting kc kit i still think it's pretty i like the really tight stripes and then the the star i didn't it took me a second to even see the stars but seeing the stars going up and down so, the middle. So Steven Perella says the ones from the kit release do. I'm assuming they have the stripes on the back. That's that's a bummer for me because that'll keep me from getting it. Or I'll just have to get a replica. like Because the replicas don't have that, I believe. Um, Andy Andy Watkins with a good shout oh. out. He said, wait for the level of letdown when we get our third kit. <laughs> now all these people are going to be so mad when it doesn't end up being a, an outcast themed kit <laughs> all right can you zoom out we can because they've got all of them i want to look at all of them because there's some there's some Oops. bangers in here 
I'm gonna open up the DMs real quick. Oh boy. On accident. A lot of wood. Right. Yeah, lots of wood in those DMs. <laughs> lots of wood in Tim's DMs, boys. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Okay. Uh, um I like Cincy's. The, yeah, the home fine. kit's unchanged, right? And then the yeah, yeah. yeah the the away kit's fine. pretty soft. Like they have the little detail kind of hidden. Okay, Colorado fine. with the little Celtic uh, vibe on the yeah. on the away it's kit. Fine. It's fine. It's not great. But I kind of like the Henley style. You don't see that very often. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, f- I can't remember the last time I saw a Henley kit, if if ever. No. Um, polos are one thing, but see, that's so what I find kind of strange. I understand the need, the want to change it up, but why would you have one V-neck and one essentially crew neck? I mean, it's a little yeah. tapered, yeah. but a crew neck and a V-neck and then having yeah. a Henley and a V-neck. Yeah. Um, yeah. You at least want to have a consistent like silhouette almost. And but what? But what is the hidden optical illusion? It's not even hidden in the Columbus away kit. To me, it looks like a skyline. Like it looks like a, a oh, half so come to Columbus CR CR one building, which we repeated uh, fifteen times on the same jersey. <laughs> I can't remember if that's from. Isn't that from? Uh, the book of is that from the book of mormon the it might have been cleveland come to cleveland cr1 one building or one size skyscraper or something oh i didn't even think about the fact that this is also going to be audio so the people are going to really hate this whole discussion oh yeah kidding. for sure yeah, <laughs> oh, so we should probably go a little faster <laughs> yeah sorry. sorry 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 okay i'll keep going i kind of uh, like that digital like i like the way that that columbus home kit was that the, the home kit last year yeah yeah i think so oh okay i just didn't see this is how much i pay attention um yeah that, that i dallas, think that dallas home kit is my favorite that dallas That's, home kit is sh- chef's that best. that one and the the philly away kits are probably my two favorites i like that i like the uh away kit for for houston what do you think of their yeah. that's a new logo this year right yeah i think they have a new kit sponsor yeah and a new logo yeah you're right yeah um i um, i kind of like that la galaxy away too yeah <laughs> it's a weird colors it is uh miami okay uh doesn't very look any uninspired. different than last year really yeah just no pink on the black yeah. or you yeah. just can't very really see uninspiring it yeah yeah um let's see who's next um uh, montreal's home kit they got a new logo too didn't they um yeah, yeah there's a lot right. of clubs that got new logos this year i didn't realize so many had rebranding yeah Okay, that away kit from Nashville is different, right? See, this is like showing my ignorance of MLS kits because I'm like, which one of the teams? I feel like I, didn't I, didn't, really I, well, I feel like last year was year. such a blur, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's fair too. Yeah, and with the whole uh, broadcast rights stuff, it's like, right? Who did right. we really get to watch? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I like that. The Nashville away kit's nice. Oh, um, I love that black uh, Red Bull kit. Yeah, I like it too. Unfortunately, um, and I'm. Yeah, I don't like the yeah. New England one. New York uh, NYCFC is not great. Um, oh my god, I love that Philly away oh, kit so much. Yeah, we could skip Orlando. Oh that's my god, so that's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I love that they have a different shirt spot. So it's like one is. Um, I love it one is, so much, dude. It's be- so ridiculous. Be- <laughs> one is Bimbo proper. The other one's Sarah Lee Artisano bread. Oh my god, it's so great. It's like we have. Oh, yeah that's pretty great yeah um, i hate that new home portland kit so much why because the of the baseball jersey down the middle <laughs> it looks so bad oh i thought i was drinking spicy water and that's definitely root beer um <laughs> it was a rude awakening uh, i think that that home portland kit might be the worst one this year or best one. I think that's going to be a pretty polarizing kit because I think it's so, <laughs> so bad. But I think it's so contrary to everything else you see. Yeah. That it's like it might might cause like a rebellious streak in people's uh <laughs> It's so bad expertise. it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like that whole theory about about pop music in the top 40s is like the reason that they're so high rankings because the radio plays them all the time and it kind of just breaks down your mind and then yeah it's just stockholm syndrome yeah no exactly okay 
That RSL home kit is pretty sick. It's got some really weird wavy patterns going in it. It's got, I like their colors too. It's a, it's a good kit. Yeah. This is a bad audio episode. I'm sorry, guys. If you guys want to follow along with us, go to major league soccer's Instagram account, open up the post. Or you want to know the solution. You can go over to YouTube, subscribe, subscribe, hit the bell icon and get a notification whenever we go live, like everybody else in the trap. And you'll be along for the ride. It's way more funner live. Yeah. Or on YouTube. Hit the formerly formerly known as the Bell Holcomb icon. Yeah. Because he hasn't what, been here. What, do we have a – what's our YouTube link? Is it just YouTube.com backslash Home Before Dark? Home Before Dark. It's like the only one that we have. <laughs> Andy well, YouTube.com forward slash Home Before Dark. Yep. All Easy peasy. Word. No letters or no numbers. Yeah. 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 We tried to get the website. We tried to get home before dark.com, but there's a guy who bought it and he doesn't use it. Doesn't host it, oh. but just for brevity's sake, keeps it. I think that's the right term. I don't know. It's a sentimentality thing and he won't sell it to us. We've yeah. offered him money. We've offered him the big bucks guys. Yeah. A, a whopping $15. <laughs> yeah. But we also offer him a couple international slots. Um, we did. We had some tan. 25. Yeah, 2500 in future uh, GAM for uh, the 2024 season. Um, so this is the one. So you have the Atlanta United kit, which among our fan bases has been kind of controversial. Though I think a lot of people like Steven Perales have the same, and like me, and I think you you too, right? Like yeah, had the same yeah. reaction. I've definitely come around United to it. Like, I'm not on board with the backstripes, but I've come around to the yeah, kit in general. It's like hate it before it went to the kit release and got into the hype and bought it. I haven't yeah. bought it yet, but I can see myself probably owning one once that stimmy hits. Um, <laughs> no, but the Jimi Hendrix kit caused a huge stir last week on, on Twitter, the Seattle Sounders away kit. I don't know. I, it just, First of all, nothing against Zoo Lily, but their logo just does not look good on a jersey. No, it definitely doesn't. And the color palette on it is so – I don't know why. It's just so all over the place. Like they've got their Seattle green, it looks like. But then the I, the orange stripes on the top seem so out of place to me. I yeah, don't is know. Is this like man. a third kit? Like this, this screams third kit, but it's their – it's like we want to go a little bolder than we did for the way it last. I, I year, am all but... for this trend that seems to be coming around in MLS this season in particular, where I feel like this is the the largest variety we've seen in patterns on kits, at least in recent memory to me, across the board. Like of the what 34 kits or 34 teams that we have, I'd say half of them probably have some sort of a unique or different pattern or color palette or organization to them, which I hadn't noticed in the past, at least enough to like make you do a double take good or bad. Um, so I'm all for that. You know, I'd love to see less, less of the same in, in between teams where it's just different colors and different patches on, on the chest. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I don't think there are that many teams, though. I think. <laughs> what? How many did I say? Thirty-four. Yeah, I think we only have twenty. Oh no, they're they're planning to go to thirty-four. That's right. Yeah, I think that's the cap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brian says, "I I think that San Jose kits are pretty clean." He's saying uh, <laughs> that San Jose shirt looks like a game that's only forty percent loaded. It's because of the loading bars on it. <laughs> no, that's their life bar. As you yeah, score against them, bar, yeah. as they score, as you score against San Jose, the bars go down. Okay, I think I have a new favorite. That's San Jose or uh, the Sporting KC shirt. The, I like both the of theirs. Home. Yeah, the home, yeah, fun. the home. I think is super clean. I yeah, yeah. It's just not very slimming, it's, but they also have a pretty yeah. good. Uh, they have a really good um logo or kit sponsor as well yeah yeah the it's this reeks of qpr queens park rangers which their sporting kc's um usl club or their farm team is swope park rangers i'm guessing it's all based off of qpr but it's just 
speaking of farm teams and, and different teams, did you see that uh, Stephen Glass got um, is, yeah. is switching out to Aberdeen? Yeah, which is great. Which makes yeah. more sense why he was unseated at Atlanta United too. Took the interim yeah. job knowing he wasn't going to keep it. Right. The team had to do something for him to say thank yeah. you, and yeah. he did a you know decent enough job last year, like commendable job, I should say. Given the all things considered, I mean that yeah. was that was a very tough position to be in. That I don't know anybody could have done successfully, <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, if you told me that the two Canadian teams didn't change their kits, yeah, wouldn't have known because they look <laughs> the same to me. They don't look very different than last year. Maybe some of the no. patterns changed, but no. and I think the sponsor maybe changed for Vancouver. But I think BMO's been Toronto's sponsor, sponsor for, for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, so and Atlanta United's and- kit sponsor is up for renewal after this year, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, that sounds correct, yeah. Or was that just hearsay? Uh, Atlanta United kit sponsor terms? What, what should I search there? Doesn't really say here. I don't know. For some reason, I had always had that in my mind, that the kit sponsor was just for five years, and that... It could be renewed. That sounds right. Elliot Beaven's asking, what is the worst shirt? Because he's late to the show. It depends. If it's if it's worse, it might be worse and it might be best. The Portland home kit. And it looks like uh, baseball stitching up the middle of it. It's so Two bad, colors. Dude. It's, it's, so, it's bad. so good, though. It's so bad. It's so good. I just, it's you like a corset. A contrarian. It's a corset. <laughs> What if it did lace up in the middle? Like, what if the lace guys up had... in the back? Like, you had to lace it up in the back. Like, t- you're in the locker room. <laughs> Rui Diaz, Rui Diaz, can you zip Hold me on. up? Let me <laughs> <get you. laughs> Oh no, sorry, I'm thinking of Seattle, not not Rui Diaz. Like, Blanco, Chara, can you, can you lace me up? Do oh. up my back. Um. Yeah, see, what are your thoughts on this? I think we've talked about this before. Stephen Perales saying it would be cool to have the uh, Coca-Cola logo on the front, an Atlanta-based company. I'd love it, but I don't see it happening. I don't think there's enough money in it or enough. Coke doesn't need it. You know, it's going to be a company no, Coke, that wants it. Yeah. You know, so um, I guess like there's plenty made. of other Atlanta-based companies that aren't as big as Coke that could be viable options. You know, what about what about Zep on the front of it? <laughs> Zep would be a pretty uh, pretty great sponsor. Just cleaning okay. up the league. Just cleaning uh, up in the standings. No? I don't, Home I don't know who it would, would be. Good, but it would yeah, but again, that's another big one, you know? And that seems to muddy the waters, too, with Arthur Blank. Like, why would he put a kit sponsor for a company that he already owns? Like, he's spending money on his team already. Why would he do this? Yeah. That seems stupid. I don't think that's going to happen. Now, Zaxby's, I can fuck with some Zaxby's, man. That's true. Zaxby's is uh, Zaxby's is Statesboro, right? It's based in Statesboro. Yeah, is where it was first. Jordan that Southern. is not a bad idea. Zaxby's, I think, could be the perfect middle ground where they're not everywhere. Like the fact that Target is a kit sponsor is surprising to me, considering how big of a brand and company as they are. But they're very. Oh, that's one I didn't see Minnesota in the kit uh, post. Did I miss oh, that? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think I saw them either, actually, now that you're saying it. Oh. But they are so ingrained in Minnesota and Minneapolis yeah. that I think it's like one of those one of those yeah. things where they – them and Best Buy and um, – Same thing with like Xbox with Seattle, I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. Back so whenever we got, they co- were the sponsor. A couple votes. Carl Seggy and uh, Elliot Beaven both saying the varsity. Uh, or Waffle House, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> dude, a Waho kit? Or what about Moe's? Moe's is no. going through a rebranding. No, Willie's. Willie's. No, yeah, they both no. started here. They both started no. here. No, I know, but Willie's is so much better than Moe's. But have you seen the new Moe's logo? It, the new Moe's logo is great, and I would actually adopt those colors because I That's really like saying. the color blocks. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, you got to think about that. No, those wouldn't be a bad bet. 
Moe's isn't a bad, I don't think that's a bad bet. Like, because you've got to find the right size company that's going to get something out of a kit sponsorship, right? Like, I think that the Deltas and Chick-fil-A's and the Coca-Cola and Home Depot, I think they're all too big of franchises and they're too far spread out. Like Zaxby's is still a pretty regional based chain that's still expanding. I think Brian there's enough opportunity. Swim. Huh? <laughs> Brian Ooh, adult adult swim. swim would be amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. my God, that'd be great. Run I the jewels. Just RTJ, just, <laughs> just on the it's kit. Not... Just <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, that'd be great. Adult swim no. would be pretty awesome. Yeah, but Willie's is better than Moe's. Huey Magoo's is better than Zaxby's. Look, man, I'm, I'm trying to get viable options here. No, I know. I'm just messing I think Willie's is better for our food. No, Mo's, absolutely. Mo, Mo's is a much larger corporation. Focus and they brand. need the help going because they, I mean, they're, they're in a competitive market with the Chipotle's and Willie's and everything else, you know? And they, they have, I'm trying to think like that burrito. And they have the perception like of being bottom of the barrel. And they have the Mo's deal with Atlanta United already anyway, right? Oh, like that's score. Fair. That's a good call. I think it might be Mo's, Tim. <laughs> Do you guys hear okay. that Moses is going to be the new kit sponsor for Atlanta United? Sources, sources say. <laughs> Great. Now I'm going to have Percy in our DMs asking us where our sources are from. <laughs> if you are coming to this show looking for facts, you have come to the wrong place. Oh, Pizza Hut as a sponsor, albeit has nothing to do with Atlanta. I could get behind. Or Little Caesars. Yeah, I can get. I can get. <laughs> I was talking to my parents about Detroit style pizza the other night. My parents were like, "Oh, you mean Domino's?" I was like, "No, Little Caesars." They're like, "Well, Domino's own the Detroit Tigers. They're from Detroit." And then I went and looked, and like. No, it was Little Caesars. It was the dad from Little Caesars that owned it, and then he passed it on to his son. But they bought it from Domino's. So it's like the Detroit pizza chains have owned the Detroit Tigers for like the last 30 or 40 years, 50 years, something like that. Um, Insane. Have you seen One bite. Everybody this knows new DiGiorno pizza that has like the croissant, croissant pizza? crust? Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm so glad you know what I'm talking about because I can't wait to get one. Have you had no. one yet? No, I haven't. I can't wait. I If it's good or if it's at least close, I might just buy a couple tubes of croissant dough and just make what make my own. Just put oh, it in the oven, yeah. just roll out a giant croissant like a pizza crust and How load it? it up. Roll out and make your own croissants, but using pierogi dough. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. And it's instead of butter in between each layer, sour cream. <laughs> oh, <gross. laughs> Nothing worse than hot sour cream, dude. That's the bottom of the yeah the bottom That's of the, the bottom of a grilled stuff <laughs> exactly yeah it's, uh, <laughs> pretty bad pretty bad i think maybe that's our first that's our first post vax meal uh what DiGiorno croissant pizza uh yeah it's pretty why has it got to be post vax <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's gonna do you in no it's about you and you and us Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought you were saying, saying you and Angie like we can't have that until after the vaccine. <laughs> like, no we don't know what's in that, man. Oh, no idea God. what's in that. Uh, Kendrick Brock <laughs> popping in saying Kevin's on the next level when it comes to food. That's, That's true. All I do. That's all I do. It's very true. Mm. I got a whole whole pan of Rice Krispie treats waiting for me when we get. I'm done. so jealous. I'm so jealous. Yeah. Oh. All right, so what else we got for Atlanta United? So uh, CCL starts April 6th. 6th, yeah. 6th. So we're it'll be next week. Um, may or may not have a recording beforehand. Um, so next Tuesday, what are you expecting to see out of that first game, Tim? Pressing, more pressing. I think that's the one thing that I was impressed by. Gross. Um, 
in the little bits that I've been able to watch of the Heinze match, Heinze coached matches has been just our relentlessness uh, in getting the ball, getting on offense, just pushing and pushing and pushing. Um, it's going to make for good, good vibes. I think that um, Andres Castro uh, was saying earlier, he said, I don't know about you guys, but it's feeling the same. I, I think what he was trying to say is he's feeling the same as he did in 2017 in terms of the, where, where the team is right now. At least that's what I gathered from that, which yeah. I'm starting to have the same kind of feeling about. I mean, um, Marco certainly seems in his best run of form that we've seen him in. Like if he plays like, and again, this is understandably against lower, lower level competition and preseason games, which you don't put too much stock into, but he's got a new haircut. It's his birthday today. You got a new hair color. Speaking of hair, what what do you think about the samurai bun from Joseph? I mean, that's oh, that's everything. big news. It's oh, big yeah. news. Big news. Yeah. You got a big whole new true. look. <laughs> big if true. Yeah. It's if he's gonna keep it too. It'd be interesting. It seemed to be pretty polarizing whenever I posted that on uh, Twitter. Right? <laughs> I, I was very into it. His samurai ponytail is everything. And people are like, does he change it? his celebration? Is it? Like whenever oh. he gets down on the knee, does he come up with the swords? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be very unhonorable or dishonorable for the samurai. <laughs> I'm pretty sure from playing Bushido Blade that that's very against code. Like going for those one hit kills. If you're not going for like, like actually battling people and you're just, yeah. Cause you could go through that entire game and just, just slash people and kill them in one hit, but you would have zero honor. It'd be like the complete, complete worst way of going about it. Are we playing? We're not at home, right? No, I don't think so. But again, I'm very uninformed. Um, but yeah, so in what little bit I've seen going down, to and, Costa which Rica. is just really from highlights, you know, I think that Barco is in his best run of form that we've seen him probably since he started quite honestly. Um, and he's healthy, which is good. And I can't wait to see him playing up top in whatever formation with Joseph or, or however they put him in there, you know, Another player that can has come up in the highlights the past two matches is uh, Machop. I'm going to say Machop. I know it's Machope, but I refuse to call him anything other than Machop. I'm sorry. And shout out to our friends over at For the Culture with their amazing kit design with Machop on Machope's number, which was so fucking cool. Um, but yeah, he's he's popped up a good bit. In, in some of the highlights. So I'm really excited to see how he pans out and, and what his role will be. I don't know that he's getting a starting position per se, but as the season wears on, I think he could be somebody to look out for um, just based on what, what I've seen in some of the highlights anyway. So I'm trying to pull up his, I'm trying to pull up that kit right now. So I could show everybody um, just kind of scrolling through for the culture's feed. I think it might be in our. It'll probably be in our. He he. Oh, he they they tagged us in it, so it'll this probably be easier so to get good. our notifications. So no, I got it. I got it. Got Hold it. on, for those of you, and, and for those of you listening, go uh, follow for the culture uh, on all your podcast platforms. Oh, so that's Twitter. where I saw the back flap at. So it is yeah, okay. Yeah, at FTC UTD. Uh, but that yeah. Having yeah, it's pretty awesome. And the Pokeball inside that number three yeah. is, uh, yeah. is very sick. Great. Yeah. Pretty great. I think he's already evolved, though. That's the thing. We'll see. He's got to play against he's got to play against regular competition for him to evolve, I think. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, that's fair. And then we have to trade him for him to become a Machamp. No, we have to win the cup for him to be the Machamp. No, but if it's like the old game, you have to trade him to another team and then have them put a oh, buyback clause in it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> well, they've got to have the right version. That's that's the tricky thing. So we have to trade him to another league, technically. <laughs> no, he was available in both games. <laughs> he was available in both games. He wasn't it wasn't like Sandshrew. 
It wasn't like Sandshrew yeah. where he's only yeah. available. What was the other one? It was yeah. Sandshrew and then there was another one that was So like... I, I think Caterpie and Weedle were split between the games, if I'm not um, mistaken. Blue and, then... and green Pokemon. It's blue and red. Oh, yeah, blue and red. Why did I say green? I'm so stupid. There was a green version that came out after whenever they re-released whatever it was, fire red and um, there's leaf green. And there was way more exclusive in red and blue that I was unaware of. Uh, Oh, yeah. Electabuzz and Magmar were the two big ones. And Scyther and Pinsir. Yes. Clefairy and Wigglypuff were two of them, too, right? Um, no, oh, no, they I were thought, not. I thought they were. It was Ekans and Sandshrew, Arbok and Sandslash. Uh, well, um, well, that's the same. Those are the evolutions. Me, Audis and Bellsprout. Um, Mankey and Meowth. Uh, Growlithe Hitmon and Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee, right? Or no, um, no, you get to choose either of them. Never mind. No, yeah, you chose those. Yeah, so, th- but yeah, there was way more than I thought there was. So. Yeah, and there were only a handful of that that evolved whenever you traded them. Yeah, I'm actually glad. So, I, I'm one of the few people that's still playing Pokemon Go, and they actually introduced because now they have trading and stuff like that. They actually carried over that where you have to trade. Oh, to, nice. To yeah, them. so like Graveler, Graveler was one. I'm trying to think of who yeah. all they were. Graveler. Um, Let me see. Goldeen. Pokemon. Um, to trade. Hollywhirl. Turn into yeah, Poliwrath, Machoke, turn into Machamp. Kadabra, Machoke, Graveler, Haunter, and then the rest of them were later on. So, oh, no, that's Pokemon Go. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, and I think you had to – yeah, you had to have them with an item whenever you traded them. Not all of them. Oh, really? Yeah, no, there were some. It was just a straight-up trade. No, but whatever they actually, you couldn't even assign items. I don't think you no, can even exactly. have Pokemon holding items like, in the original. Whatever they yeah. had, Steelix and Sizer and all that. Yeah, no, that was yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of who all the other ones were. Oh my god, there were only a handful of them. But then you had all the stone evolutions too. Yeah. Anyway, Carl Saggy saying came for the soccer state for the Pokemon. But <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm glad you're still here. Uh, we missed oh, you, buddy. I can't believe I said red and green. That's, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I should boot you. Mm-hmm. I should ban- perma ban. Oh, can we get a vote in the trap? Should I perma ban Kevin? Yeah, right I'll now. go ahead and put yeah. my vote in there for yes. Sounds yeah. good. Fa- favorite Pokemon? Mine? Yeah. Cubo. You mean Marowak? No, Cubo. Favorite one to play with in the game? In the game? Yeah, in the in the role-playing game. Not in Pokemon Go, not in the card game or whatever. I, mean, I loved my Marowak, man. He was awesome. Um, no, you know, I know. He used to beat my ass. That boomerang, man. Comes back for double day. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I got through it. Psych! He's coming back around. Oh. I just always love the... So I always love the character design for Cubone. Yeah, the helmet. And, and he wasn't one of the, like big guys that always got like all the attention and that everybody always liked. And then as far as like the bigger quote unquote, bigger, like final evolutions, um, particularly in the first generation, Gengar was probably my favorite of the like final three evolution Pokemon. Yeah. I think for me, it had to be Alakazam was, my oh, yeah. absolute favorite like his speed and then you throw psychic in there like it was it was kind of unstoppable in a lot of ways yeah uh except for fighting ghost pokemon right um, did you hear about the Kadabra game card no. so apparently the the japanese name for Kadabra was based off of some magician like some illusionist that would bend spoons right and it, the the Japanese name for Kadabra, whatever it was, was so similar to that guy's name that he actually had a lawsuit that he won against Nintendo to where there was no Kadabra cards made after that original 151 up until like this year. And he just recently released the rights and was like, no, 
the fans need to have this in existence or whatever, but it just recently happened. Yeah. It's pretty wild. I had no idea about that. So, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then another shout out for Porygon Z. Yeah. yeah. That you could teach him whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> I would roll up there with uh signal beam, uh, try attack, I think psychic maybe. And then, um, you just anyway. you just roll up you just roll up with six shelters with self-destruct and official <laughs> clan. <laughs> I'm not winning, but neither are you. I'm taking this whole thing down with me. Well, you know what's so crazy is there were trainers in the game that did that. Oh, like their whole oh, thing was self-destructing with, with oh, yeah. uh, yeah. It's crazy LED. all of the I love that this has been the way this conversation has gone. <laughs> Hard not to. Dan's not here to corral us in. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. When dad's away. Uh LAB even says Dragonite. That was a tough one to level up. Like it was a tough hated, one to get. I always hated all- character design. I thought that Dragonair and Dratini's character sprites and character designs looked way better than what dragon i ended up looking like i was like why does this thing look so dopey this is ridiculous yeah dragonite with hyper beam or snorlax with hyper beam yeah Mm. they're pretty great (sighs) gotta get that (sighs) and brian says francis and ganu did you did you happen to see the knockout on Saturday and gone. No, I heard about it. I haven't, I haven't been able to check it out yet though. I would be very surprised if Stipe does not have ligament damage in his knee, the way that he fell back. It was Yikes. scary. It was Yikes. very scary. I didn't even want to watch the replays and it wasn't because it's like, I like Stipe and, and it's hard not to cheer for Francis and got it, but I, it's just hard to watch a guy get hurt like that. Yeah. It's very serious stuff. And Ghana is so massive, dude. I would not. Want yeah, it's crazy. And I think he's, he's learned how to fight now yeah. instead of just yeah instead of just hearing joe rogan talk about him walking into the ring and like the whole thing like <laughs> it's like the t-rex in jurassic park like you just feel it you feel <laughs> the weight of him walking into the ring this is ridiculous man yes yeah so huge we're, right. we're we're getting closer and closer to score predictions right yeah yeah i think we can go ahead and do that so score predictions for First round of CCO. What do you think it to? That's not until next Tuesday. Yeah, but what else do we have until then? Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. I'm not going to be one here Atlanta. Monday. Three one Atlanta. I will say. Do we know anything about who are we playing in the first round? Alahuelense, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's a Costa Rican team. I think we're going and down to Costa Rica. Alahuelense. Brittany, Brittany asks us 2-1 Atlanta. Brian says 3-2 to the good guys. I think we'll get back to attacking soccer and, and just start throttling teams. I think LAB is 1-1. Trying to see what their record's been and – how they've been playing in recent weeks. So over the past, let's, let's just say over their past couple of games here, I don't see any losses going all the way back to geez. You got to go back a ways just to find their last loss here. Um, Oh my gosh. I don't know when their last loss was. It would have been like, last year sometime since their last loss. So I again I know nothing about this team or or what they're capable of doing, but just looking at their record and I mean I seriously don't see any losses going all the way back to August of last year. It's either a November. Draw or a win. They, had, they had a loss in November to yeah so again and, and standings isn't loading for me right now so I can't see where they are in their table but I'm gonna say Three one Atlanta loss to Alajuelense. I just don't know, you know, what to expect. Out yeah, of this I don't know right either. Now. I'm They're throwing shit at the wall. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll say three one Alajuelense. God, I wish I could say that. Alajuelense. Three one to the bad guys. We'll just say. Um, I think Atlanta is going to take an L. Um, in true Atlanta United fashion, first game of the season, but they'll come out with a win in the first game that matters 
against Orlando. Okay. Carl Seggy says two all Richard Gordon, three, one Atlanta. I like most of these scores. I'm even good with a two all or a one, one because that means yeah, draw is always goal. good. Yeah. Especially with it being away. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we can come back not to say the Kennesaw is a, is a fortress, but yes, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. All, All right, right man. Well, this was fun. I'm glad we were able to get together and, and get something out there uh, in true home before dark fashion as we bounced around talking yeah. about croissant pizzas. And Kendrick Pokemon. says three one to the other team too. Yeah. Look at and that. Carl's right. We just need an away goal. That's all just we need. need. One. Yeah. Exactly. I, man, even if it's a two one, I'll take that. Isn't that what happened to Herediana? Right. It was yep. we lost what four one and something one. like that. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Well. Love you. Thanks for thanks for doing this. Thanks to everybody yeah. in the trap for coming and, and hanging out with us. Uh, you can find us both online. Tim, where can they find you at? You can find me at Tim Herb on Instagrams if you just want to look at woodworking. That's all I post on there. Find me as well at the architect. That's at the underscore ARC. Number one, T-E-C-T. Collectively at Home Before Dark. That's before spelled B and the number four. Be sure to go give Dan James some love. You can find him on Twitter and I believe Instagram at D-N-J-M-S. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week or, or the week after, whatever it is. You want to know when we're going live or how we're doing it, follow us wherever you can find us at Twitter, Instagram. Um if you found us on iTunes or YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe. Leave five stars and a review to hear it read aloud on the show. Um, for those of you listening, you want to watch it live, go over to youtube.com forward slash home before dark. Hit that subscribe and bell icon to know whenever we go live each and every time. And until next week or next time, as always, be home before dark. Bye, guys. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.